Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a boatload of callers on this evening, so this should really be a fun show. For those of you that got to listen last week, I did not do a live show because Tim, my husband, and I needed to go to Ohio for a funeral. My sister-in-law's dad died, and it was one of those deals where... We were thrilled for him and sad for the family, but it was really fun because all my family from Columbus that had been down here 10 days before for our son Jonathan's wedding, we got to see them all again and and discuss all the nuances and all the fun weekend of the wedding weekend. So the newlyweds are back from their honeymoon. They had a great time. Jonathan left today to go back to L.A., so... The mama, that was me. I was crying in the driveway. So, you know, he's like, Mom. I said, well, I can't help it. It's just what moms do. But I'm okay now. And uh, what else can I tell you? Everything's good here. We're just rocking and rolling, and summer has started. So I hope it has for you as well. I hope your Memorial Day weekend was fun. Okay, let's go ahead and go to the phones and see what people have to say, what their questions are, and see how we can help them. So I believe our first caller is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello. Hi, Mike. Hi there. How are you? I'm Seattle, Mike. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I'm a widower. I'll just give a little background. 84 84 years old. I'm fairly mentally active, and I can physically move around okay. Retired electronics engineer with NASA, and my hobby now is playing the piano. And uh, my question is, my doctors told me that my kidneys are only 20% efficient and that I will have to go on dialysis in September. Currently, I feel fine, but I'm not very physically active anymore. And my blood test shows uh, 3.7 creative creatin rather and normal is 1.5 so i'm way over on that measurement uh-huh. i've been told by a healer that i have <clears throat> aluminum a contaminant in my kidneys and that's why they're not working and i'm just curious if you get anything about that aspect of this aluminum yeah and you and i did a consult earlier and um, and what I got from that, Mike, was that the aluminum is coming from the medications that you're on. So I want you to Google the medication name and use number needed to treat, NNT. So Google, like, aspirin and then NNT. NNT stands for the number needed to treat, which is the number of people that need to take a medicine in order for it to help one person. And I really think that will help with giving you an idea of how effective these medicines are. It will also tell you what the side effects are to the medicines. The number needed to treat is is um, discovered during the clinical trial phase that every drug and every medical device goes through before it's approved by the FDA or the FDA equivalent in another country. And I'm really familiar with that, Mike, because I'm an inventor of orthopedic surgery devices, and I had a manufacturing company where we we made the devices and sold them throughout the world, and then I sold it in 2015, so this, my inventions are still being sold throughout the world, just not by companies that I own. And uh, so I had to deal with the FDA and come up with those numbers, too. So I'm very familiar with that. Um, so I think you're going to be fine. I think 
find out what your medications are. That's where the aluminum is coming from. And the one thing, yeah, the one thing that we had left to do on our consult and why I asked you to call in tonight is because we didn't get to the part where you had a hole in your energy field membrane. Do you remember that part of the healing that we did? Yeah. And what that means, everybody, is that we're all spirits connected to a body having a human experience. And, um, and our spirit and our body are energy, and it's contained in what I call the energy field membrane. And Mike has a hole in his, so I wanted to repair the hole. Because when there's a hole or a tear in the energy field membrane, it allows an energy leak, and that always precedes any kind of medical condition, Mike. And so by repairing that, we are able to let your body work on full power. So how I do that is I envision myself going into this hole or tear, and I'm shown some kind of a scene, either from this lifetime or a past lifetime. You may remember it, you may not remember it, but as soon as we illuminate it, it fixes that hole, that membrane repairs, and the body's working on full power, and it helps the body return to health. Okay, so let me go in and fix this hole that you have in your energy field membrane. So I'm going in. So the year of something that happened was 1967. And let me get, I'm on it because the, the hole is starting to repair already. And let's see what happened in 1967. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, what were you doing in 1967? You're in an office. I just got married. I uh, got married about... Uh, 1965. My son was born in 66. Okay. Um, so it was right after. So in 1967, I see, I see you in an office, Mike. You've got on a dress shirt and a tie, like they used yeah. to wear in the late 60s. You were, were you working for NASA at the time? Yeah, I was working for NASA in that time period. Okay. Do you remember something happening at work where you felt like you were you were? for lack of a better word, thrown under the bus or deceived or or you were blamed for something that you didn't do? That's what I'm seeing. Is something happened, and you may not remember it, but something happened that felt really bad well, in, with work. Well, one thing, one thing I did, and I'm not sure if this is the same as what you're saying, is I went into the wind tunnel, because we had wind tunnels there, and I was doing some electronics work there, and I didn't know they were going to turn that wind tunnel. I was on the outside of the tunnel. I didn't know they were going to turn it on. And so they turned it on, and it was an ex- extremely loud screaming noise from the turbine and the air mm-hmm. going through. And mm-hmm. that was pretty, uh, you know, that shook me up a little bit. And that went on for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And then I got out of there. So I'm not sure if there's any relation with that incident or not. This it, perhaps it was an incident where you felt like you weren't being valued, or somebody had made a mistake and they were blaming you for it, or something like that happened. So that it could have been that. It doesn't really matter what it was. What matters is that we illuminate it, and so by illuminating it, that tear in your energy field membrane is now repaired. I'm shooting energy from your feet back up through the top of your head. You're working on full power now. So this is going to help you heal, and it will help the healings that we did earlier today in our private consult be solidified. It, it's kind of like, you know, you can you can fix something, but if you don't seal it, it's not going to stay fixed, and that's how it worked with that. So I hope that helps, and I appreciate you calling in tonight and joining us. Thank you very much, Julie. You're most welcome. Take care. I love you the bet. analogy of that, what the the plastic bag and the water and the fish. I don't know if you had time to mention that. I thought it was a great analogy to help. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for mentioning that, and I will right now. Um, the how I the analogy I use to describe how our spirit and our body and the energy field membrane are concocted is if you imagine going to a pet store and buying a goldfish, they're going to put the goldfish in a plastic bag of water in order for you to get it home. So if you have a picture of that in your mind's eye, 
The goldfish represents our body. The water represents our spirit because the body is inside the spirit, not the other way around. The body is inside the spirit. And then the plastic bag, it represents our energy field membrane. And as I told you earlier, Mike, if that plastic bag has a pinhole in it and the water is draining out a drop at a time, for a long time, that fish is going to be okay. But when enough water drains out, the fish is going to be in trouble. It's the same analogy with our human bodies. When we have an energy leak, in your case, Mike, for decades, uh, it, at the beginning, it's okay. But when it's there for a long period of time, the body's not working on full power. That's when medical things start to go awry. And I believe that's what's happened with you. So, so thanks so much for, for suggesting that I share that with everybody. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. Okay, thank you very much, Julie. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's see who's next. I believe it's Christy. Hi, Christy. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from the middle of nowhere, Texas, but I'm from San Antonio. (laughs) Okay. Are you in your car out in West Texas or someplace? I I am. I'm, I'm driving home. Oh, good. Well, the good news is you can probably speed really fast on those highways out there, right? You can. About, you know, 85, 90 miles an hour. <laughs> I know. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. the speed limit. So everybody's going 90 or more, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, good. Well, you got a question for me? I have three, I hope, very quick questions. And I've been trying to schedule a, a one-hour consult because I find your podcast fascinating i drive a lot and so i mean i look forward to hearing repeat callers i'm like wow that's so cool anyway it's a lot of fun um great i would like to fly standby with my husband to denver colorado tomorrow um for a convention well for an abraham hicks um convention on saturday and we would be flying standby which means we're just it's a available space right so my my question is, is it in our best interest to try to plan, fly standby to Denver, Colorado for the weekend? Yes. That okay. question was, that answer was out as you were asking the question. Okay. I am, yeah. my, and this next, next one's pretty quick. Um, okay. I've worked in a low-income housing industry for 23 years, mm-hmm. and I've mm-hmm. been working with a very troubled agency, and I believe it's in my best interest to probably go ahead and resign now. That would sort of be my question. Is it in Christy's best interest to resign from her job? <coughs> Excuse me, at this moment in time, I get a no. I get have something else secured before you resign. Oh, no, I have something else lined up. This is just a like a consulting position that I'm helping out and um, so it was kind of my plan to turn in my resignation on Monday. Okay, so but I'm getting, getting that there's there well, I'm getting there's something that is not solidified with your next gig. And you need to be sure it is before you resign. Okay. Okay. Does that makes sense? Well, it sort of makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay. I think there's some unanswered questions with the position where I am that I'm wanting to resign. And I think if some things conclude over the weekend, it would change my direction. So, Okay. All right. So I'm getting a no okay. right now. That's the bottom line. Okay. Great. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. You bet. Be All safe right. driving. Good luck going to Denver. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Have a good one. Take care. You All too. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. I believe Anna is next. Hi, Anna. Hi, Anna. Hi, sorry, I was muted also. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Where are you calling us from? Uh, the Bronx, New York. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me? I do, yeah. Um, I have two uh, grandmothers that have passed away. Uh, one mm-hmm. is named Elizabeth, so she went by Betty, and the other one was Lillian. And I didn't know mm-hmm. either of them all that well <clears throat> when they were here, um, but I've been talking to them a lot, praying, and just kind of asking them to, to guide me and uh, just kind of thanking them for the gifts that they, they 
gave me. Um, and I am not, I'm not able to really pick up on, on the signs that they're giving me or it's, it hasn't been clear to me. And so I'm wondering if you mm-hmm. could let me know if they have any messages and also just sort of if they have any tips on how to know when those messages are coming through. Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, Lillian's standing next to you because I connected to you when you were telling us about uh, Betty and Lillian. So Lillian's standing to your right. Betty's standing next to her. Which one's your maternal grandmother, Lillian? Lillian. Yeah. Okay. That would make sense because the maternal grandmother and the maternal spirit on the maternal line, if you will, they are the ones that are always the closest to us. They're the ones that help run the show when we're dying. And and uh, so that makes sense to me that she's standing next to you. And then your paternal grandmother is right next to her. So what I did was I raised my vibrational level, Anna, because as I mentioned, we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And I raised my vibrational level to the level of spirit. And when I do that, I'm able to connect to spirits, both alive and deceased, because it's all energy. And so that's what I did. I connected to you, and that's how I saw your grandmothers. Um, Lillian is saying, teach her how to talk to us. (laughs) So as you heard Christy mention earlier, I love to, to just say, if you want to ask a question as far as advice, preface it with, is it in my best interest to, and then dot, 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 finish the question. If you just want to make a comment or just say something that's just a statement, just do it. And then the first thing that pops into your head, Anna, after you make a a comment or ask a question, I'm talking within a second, is going to be your loved one answering you. Because spirits communicate telepathically. And it feels like it's our thought in our head because sometimes we think we're going to hear them. And some people do every now and again, but most spirit communication is telepathic. So do you have a question? Let's practice. Let's do a practice round. Do you have a question for one or more of your grandmothers, one or either or both? Um, yeah, I guess, yeah. Is it in uh, my best interest to pursue a private practice in nutrition and breastfeeding counseling. Okay. Spirit. The other thing I used, I forgot to mention is spirits are really literal. Anna. So as as specific as we can be on the question, the better the advice you're going to get. So that's kind of that, although it sounds specific, let's put a timeline on it. Okay. Is it in my best interest to to have a a private practice in these areas uh, within the next year? Okay. So what's the first thing that pops in your head when you ask that question? Yes. I got a yes, too, before the question was even out. So see, girl, you're doing it already. You go. Fabulous. Yeah. 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 So it works like that. And then be as specific on the questions that you're asking as you can be, because is it in my best interest to have this career? Yeah, but, you know, does that mean next week, next month, next year, in the next 50 years? Mm-hmm. And it's spirits are always going to give us correct information. Where the variable comes in is how we ask the question. So if it's something that's really life-altering, like what you're doing, refine down the question. Keep getting more specific, more specific, and then you're going to get, absolutely usable, wonderful guidance from spirit. Great. Okay. Does that help? Yeah, it does. Terrific. Thanks for calling. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Let's see who's next. I believe it is Rich. Let's go to Rich. Hi, Rich. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. Um, from Hillsborough, New Jersey. righty. Right, right in the center of New Jersey. Okay, great. <laughs> you got a question for us? I do. So, um, unfortunately, a, a real good friend of mine had passed away about two weeks ago, and um, he had uh, he became ill in January rather quickly he had a stroke in it and um 
you know, uh, and then he had several other strokes. And I, I had wanted to go visit him, but a good friend said, listen, don't go visit him. Wait till he gets better. And he never got better. And unfortunately, he passed away. Mm. So, yeah. So I never got to go say goodbye or, you know, so I kind of have regrets of, you know, not seeing him and saying goodbye. And I don't know if it's possible to do it now or. Sure. Absolutely. Like what what was his name, Rich? Joe. Joe. All right. So they always know when we're talking about them. So I'm going to connect to you like I just did with Anna. And I'm going to connect to you. I'm going to watch my laser beam come from Sweet Home, Alabama, head up to you in, in New Jersey. And then I'm sure Joe will be standing right next to you. And then we can have a little chat with him. Okay? Okay. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam. All right, got you. Yeah, he's standing to your right. Like I said, they always know when we're talking about him. It's hysterical. So, anything you want to say to Joe, and I'll and I'll be the interpreter. How about that? I'll be your no, I'll be your just, sa- your satellite dish. Sure. No, I just you know we've had many great memories together, and and uh, I know he's leaving behind a, a young family, and uh, I. I the only thing I can provide, I'm an orthodontist, so I could provide his kids when they're ready for and take care of them for their uh, braces or clear liners. So, oh, um, he I said that would be that. wonderful. He's, that would be wonderful. He said, "Stay in touch." He's asking you to stay in touch with his wife. His wife's having a tough time with yeah. all of this, and um, he said, even if you call her once a week just to check in or text her. And just let her know you're thinking about her. That would mean the world to her. And it would mean the world to him as well. I will. I, and I know he's up there. He, You know, wherever he is, he, we had a, a good friend of ours that had passed away 20-something years ago. So <laughs> I don't know if he's with him or not. Uh-huh. Does he have a son, Rich? Yes. Okay. And he's saying if you could do, he calls it an, an outing. If you could do some kind of outing periodically with his son, that he would really appreciate it. Okay. I'd love to. Like take him to a ball game or sure. whatever. And um, just have it, as he's saying, he had a sense of humor, didn't he? Joe did. Great, great sense of humor. Great sense of humor. <laughs> so he's saying, he's saying do a manly adventure with his son. Okay. He said great. he would really appreciate that. So he can hear you, what you just heard me say to Anna. You can talk to mm-hmm. him. You can talk to any deceased loved one. Heck, you can, t- you can talk to George Washington or Ben Franklin or <laughs> I mean, whoever you want. It's all, it's all the same. You want to talk to Caesar, you know, you talk to him. Too. <laughs> um, you just have a conversation in your head or aloud. Some people don't like to do it aloud because they think the people around them think they're nuts. And they probably mm-hmm. do. But have a conversation with them, you know, say something, ask a question, whatever. I'm telling you, Rich, within a second, they're going to answer you. It's going to come in as a thought. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we all have this capability. We all do it. We just discount it because we think, oh, that's just my brain. That's not really someone communicating with me when it actually is. Mm-hmm. No, I, okay. I believe that. Yeah. So, all right. Let us know what your manly man adventure is with. I will, Joseph. Julie. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Thanks so, much so much for calling in. Take Thanks care. Thanks for everything. You're the best. Bye-bye. Okay. Dude, take care. Bye-bye. Most of us have busy lives and, We know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. 
go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Okay, let's see who we got next. I believe it's Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, this is Nicole from Woodstock, New York. How are you? My gosh, this is like the North New Jersey, New York show tonight. (laughs) I'm glad I could be a part of that. So thank you so much. How are you, girl? How are you doing? I'm just hanging in there. I'm having an issue. I'm sort of wondering if I'm on the right thyroid medication. Uh, I have a full thyroidectomy, and I'm having anxiety since I just started a new medication. And I don't know if it's a side effect of the meds or if it's actually psychogenic because I might be stressed about uh, I'm I'm having a difficult time in general with um, levothyroxine, the medication. Mm -hmm. And if, Mm -hmm. in fact, the problem is this medication, is it the dosage or the medication? And lastly, unfortunately, I will have to go abroad to experiment with a different thyroid medication with different fillers if this one doesn't work. And if that is the case, is there any sort of guidance around what country that might be? Well, wow, why would you have to go to, go abroad? Yeah, I, because I'm so sensitive, um, I have extreme stomach distress from two of the four that are available in this country, and I had a lot of um, sleep issues with the other two. And so with mm. one, I'll have no sleep issues but stomach upset. So I'm sort of on a quest to find the thyroid medication with the proper fillers where I can digest it like I can with Synthroid, but I can sleep well like I do with the one I'm on now. So it's sort of like... It's, it's, I'm, I'm walking a fine line, and I have not been successful yet in finding the right medication, which has been enormously frustrating and upsetting, yet not a huge surprise to me because I have a long history before my thyroidectomy of being very sensitive to medications, mm-hmm. so it's, and it might be also the excipient ingredients. So I'm just wondering mm-hmm. if maybe you think this medication I'm on now is actually fine but just needs to be adjusted, or if I have to kind of continue on a quest to find a better one. So what we just talked about with Anna and Rich, is it in... Nicole's best interest to stay on the thyroid medication she's currently on, yes. Is, does she need a, a lower dose? Yes. That's what I had gotten when you were talking about it. The other thing I'm getting is that in the meantime, it makes sense for you to explore what's available in Germany. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, because so, the medication I'm taking now is from Germany, <laughs> so it's interesting yeah. that you said that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I... I was in the medical supply industry for 35 years, you know, Mm. started as a rep, then invented products, then had manufacturing companies and stuff like that. And I can tell you that Germany is just so far ahead of the rest of the world in medical technology, medical development, you know, stuff like that. And their their, uh, FDA equivalent, you know, their, their regulatory bodies really foster innovative medical research, Mm -hmm. whereas whereas it's tough to get stuff approved by the FDA. Oftentimes, things are approved in Germany like a decade before it's approved here. And so that's why you hear about celebrities a lot of the time when they're sick, Nicole, they'll go to Germany to get care. And, um, you know, that's where a lot of elite athletes go when they have, when they want stem cell treatments or the latest, greatest things to heal their bodies because they're athletes. I'm talking $30 million quarterbacks and people mm. like that. They go to Germany. So right. it, it makes sense that Germany is there. I think you're on too heavy of a dose mm. right now. I think you're going to be able to work with that. I would suggest schedule a private consult and let's spend an hour kind of okay. just really doing a deep dive on this. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com. And you'll see book an appointment and pick a date and time that works right. with your schedule. And let's let's just really get down. Let's reverse engineer this and figure out what you really need and how. I, I think we can do some energetic healings. I know we can. That can help you with all this. Oh, that would so. be wonderful. I would love that. Okay. All right. Oh, thank you so well, much, Julie. You bet. Thanks for calling in. My Take pleasure. Take care. You Alrighty. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Let's see who we have next. Uh, I believe, let me go here and see, I believe it's Sally. 
Hi, Sally. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville. Terrific. I bet it's beautiful there right now. It's a little warm. It's been almost <laughs> 100 every day. <laughs> oh, that's like God made air conditioning, girl. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes. That's why I stay upstairs in the workroom thinking about my Christmas stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, two questions, actually. One, if you recall, um, you were so gracious and you were there when I had my accident with my shoulder in Birmingham. Tell everybody what happened. Yeah, I I fell going into um, the venue of the show I was doing. Um, I was there by myself and apparently tore my rotator cuff. So here I am six months later and still having problems. And it started hurting again, worse okay. than... It was, um, and I'm just, I'm at my wit's end with it. Okay. And I, I really, your positive energy as well as your knowledge of sort of where it, what state it's in mm-hmm. would be helpful. Okay. All right. So what happened to you guys is I was at a, a Christmas, like, bazaar kind of thing, right? Like mm-hmm. a Christmas um, junior league thing where they had all these booths set up and I met Sally and she had told me what had happened. And so I said, well, I'm a medical intuitive. Is it okay if I scan you? And she's looking at me like, okay, I think you were probably waiting for some green tentacles to come out of the top of my head or something, but not at all. ah! (laughs) So I scanned you and did a healing on you and said it was your rotator cuff. All right, let me get you on my radar. Let's see where it is. And see, okay, so it's not completely healed because you've probably re-injured it from doing too much. Like so, cutting and sewing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what I'm, and, and that's just repetitive motion that can, yeah. can uh, affect that, Sally. So what I'm doing is I'm re-stitching where the little tear is. It's not, it's not anywhere near as bad as it was when I met you here in Bar- Birmingham, around Christmas time. It's just a little bit on the edge that's come apart and that's why it's hurting. So I'm suturing, I'm doing an energetic suturing of it back up. Now it's being lasered. So it's inflamed, you know, take your anti-inflammatories and um, just put it back in a sling when it hurts and that's going to help it heal faster. Okay. That very good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was your right um, arm, if I remember correctly, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You have a good I'm memory. <laughs> well, but I was I, just I was sort of pathetic then. <laughs> yeah, but I just scanned you too, and it was the work was being done on your right arm. So I thought, well, I better double check that. <laughs> if not, we have more more interesting issues than just your right arm. So yeah, I hope that I actually, helped. It, it did. And I did have one other question. And again, um, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I feel as though with my relationship with my my guy, Andy, um, I feel like there's a shift and I, I don't know if it's just wishful thinking on my part, but I feel like it, it's a positive shift. There has been, and what I'm getting on that, Sally, is that it's because you appreciate him more. You're more focused on what you appreciate about him instead of what drives you nuts or what irritates you. So stay focused on what you appreciate with him, and what you're getting is you're getting him feeling more appreciative of you in response. Okay. So stay focused on that. I believe you're right on with that. I think you you are feeling a shift. So, so, and I guess my, my big question is, is it still in my best interest to keep going forward? Yep. I'm getting okay. a yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, good luck with that. I hope you feel better. Thank you. And I hope you stay cool in Birmingham. Okay, we will. Take care. Thank Thanks, Sally. 
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We do this show every Thursday at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a bunch of different places. AskJulieRyan.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and you'll see all this call-in information. Also, wherever you download podcasts, we're on dozens of networks throughout the world. We're in over 100 countries throughout the world, and it's in the show notes of wherever you're downloading podcasts. We're also on YouTube, and we're on Alexa. For any of you that have Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Ask Julie Ryan podcast, and Alexa will play it for you. So, um, And you can ask Alexa, you know, what is the call-in number for the show, and Alexa will tell you. Also, I put uh, something up each week on social media, Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram, Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. I'll put a little note up that says, okay, call in with your questions. And if you don't see one up, that means I'm not doing a live show like last week. Although last week, I think I did say I'm out of town at a funeral, so I'm not going to do a live show. And I'll, I'll normally do that too. But on the evenings, which are most, there's a handful of times throughout the year that I don't do a live show. Um, check on Instagram. Follow me on, on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan or on Facebook, and you'll see I'll post something. Sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. That's a question somebody has submitted online, and I answer it. And a reminder to call into the show is there with the call-in numbers. And when you're on my site, remember to sign up for an appointment, and then I'll get you for a whole hour. Like Nicole, like what I suggested to Nicole, just um, schedule an appointment and then we'll have a whole hour to figure out what's going on. And during that hour, it's really fun because as time allows, we can talk about medical stuff, deceased loved ones stuff. Um, If you have a pet issue or you want to talk to a deceased pet, if you want to talk to a deceased loved one you want to talk about spirit guide stuff or past life stuff. I mean, I tell people I'm, I'm a businesswoman that learned to do woo-woo and I'm a buffet of psychicness. So we can talk about whatever you want and it's a blast. Okay. This week, we got a question from Fabia and she lives in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And she said, hi, Julie. I came across you on Instagram and I'm hoping to have a general reading with you someday. In the meantime, I was wondering if you could answer a question about my beloved cat, which is 19 years old. My fur baby has had some health issues lately and just recently went blind. Since that happened, he now hides in the basement. I have to bring him up to take him outside. Is there anything else I can do to help him stay upstairs and make him comfortable? And, and she said, thank you, Fabia. So here's my response. Hi, Fabia. In order to get more information for you, I energetically connected to you in Canada and from you to your cat. When I scanned him, I could see, and I put in parentheses in my mind's eye, what looked like damaged nerves to both of your cat's eyes. The Pet Health Network website says optic neuritis or inflammation of the optic nerve is relatively uncommon in cats, but does occur and is associated with viral infections protozoal infections, and fungal infections. The term optic neuritis comprises all diseases of the optic nerve that cause deterioration and usually produce a sudden visual field problem or total loss of vision in one or both eyes. That's what happened to Fabia's cat. In addition, I asked my brand new daughter-in-law, Mallory, who's a veterinarian, about your cat. Dr. Mal said his blindness is most likely caused by hyperthyroidism or hypertension that has caused retinal detachment. I got, that means I received information, these issues are also at play. So, in order to help your cat, I did an energetic healing that generated new nerve tissue on both of his eyes and also fixed his detached retinas. When looking through his eyes from behind, I could see a small hole of vision begin to appear in the center of his eyeballs. Hang on a second. Somebody's just joined us, and I need to mute them. Hi, Natalie. I'm going to mute you. I'll come back to you. And uh, in the center of his eyeballs, I believe his vision may improve with time. Lastly, your cat told me he's hanging out in the basement because sunlight hurts his eyes. He said he's more comfortable in low light or darkness. 
You may want to see about getting a pair of feline sunglasses for him. They really do exist, you guys. I've seen them in the pet stores. Perhaps the pet store or your vet can help you with that. Hope you find this information useful and hope your cat's vision improves. They have sunglasses, you guys, for cats and dogs. I haven't seen any for other little animals, but they do for cats and dogs, which I thought was hilarious. But I guess that's why I saw it, so I could tell this woman from Canada that she could find a pair for her cat. So I thought that was fun. Okay, let's see who's next. I believe it's Kathy. Hi, Kath. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Okay, we are getting a second round of thunderstorms after the serious ones that we had a couple days ago. So right tell everybody where you live. I'm in Dayton, Ohio. You guys got some leveling of from a tornado a couple days ago too, didn't you? Oh well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it it was. It's the most intense thing I've ever been through. Freaked the cat. Freaked poor Katie out. My cat um, didn't freak. I, I was calm. Well, you know, I was the mom. I was the mom, so it was like I was making sure mm-hmm. she was calmer because you know, little six pound, you know, seven pound cat. She was like, you know. So we and I. I the only thing I knew to do in our apartment since we don't have the basement is we went into the bathroom because there's, you know, mm-hmm. tile on the wall and whatever. So, mm-hmm. but it was very, it was, it was very intense. I mean, I, I deal pretty well with intense, but this, this was pretty intense. Um, and there was so, quite a bit of damage, wasn't there? Didn't, didn't uh, a car awesome. fall on a gentleman when he was in his bed and it killed him or something? Oh, there, yeah, there was some loss of life and there's lots. Uh, lots of property damage. Not where I am, but um, north, like toward Columbus. Like if you were driving 675, I don't know if you know 675, but I know you know Columbus. If I were driving toward Columbus on the highway, um, that's pretty much the area. So it was it was sort of to the, I guess that's what, the east, yes, yeah, to the a little bit northeast of here because um, there was no significant damage here, but the power was out for a while and the sirens went on and, and that was, you know, it's interesting too because there's there's all this discussion about you know was this you know some kind of weaponized thing that happened you know which I guess that's a real thing that the government and other entities know how to control the weather um, so that's one of the things and of course this is a military town so that's one of the things that's being discussed and I have no idea if hmm. you have any read on that but but the, I get a no uh, I get a no okay I think okay. you know we've had we've had big old storms blowing across the Midwest here for two weeks. Well, this went from, no. I have friends who live in Oklahoma and it's, it's, as you know, most people know, it stretched from Oklahoma down that direction all the way up above and above here toward Michigan. So yeah, it was a big, big pass. But um, yeah. I guess my main question for me and, and my cat is I'm, well, as you know, my father's getting close to passing. He's still hanging in there. Bless his heart. God bless um, him. Wow. Yeah, he's he's in a nursing home, and not a real nice one either. It's the only one my mom could find. Um, so he's yeah, he's still hanging in there for some for some reason. I don't know exactly why. Um, is there anything incomplete with him? I don't know when they have dementia. If I don't know if that's a if there's a part of him that is aware, and maybe there is something that's incomplete with him that that I could help with, or my sister could help with, or. Well, everybody, Jack, and I know his name because we've been talking to yeah. Kathy for two years now. And um, I, as Christy, our caller from San Antonio, said she likes to hear the people that call in, and you would be one of them just to hear updates on what's happening in your life. Uh, so when I check with Jack, Jack's been dying for a couple of years, everybody, and he's been in phase 11 of 12 of the 12 phases of transition. And what yeah. that is is that's those are phases that we all go through as we're dying. And if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, there's a graphic, there's a chart there, and you can see how it's illustrated how angels and these loved ones surround us and um, are there for us and help us transition when we're dying. So when I connect to Jack, Kathy, through you, what he's telling me is he's just giving your mom more time to get used to him not being around. Oh, uh, Okay. That makes sense. So that's what's happening. And that's that's what I find a lot with people who linger, especially like your dad, you know, who really has been not communicative with any great 
um, in any great lengths for quite a long time. They're just they're just helping their spouse usually get used to the idea. My sister-in-law's dad who died, he's he's had Parkinson's and has had dementia issues for about six years now. And he, um, when he first started having those symptoms, I asked him telepathically, I said, what do you need? And he said, I'm just going to hang around because I need to let Phyllis, his wife, I need to let Phyllis get used to the idea of living alone because she lived at home. And then we got married 60 some years ago is what he told me at the time. And he said, she's never lived alone. And so I think that's the situation with maybe not that specific, all those specific Mm -hmm. nuances, but I think that's what's going on with Jack. Well, that's pretty, that's a pretty close description. They got together in high school, actually like junior high, he was walking her just to be, to be protective of her as a as a young woman, he was walking right. her to you know to high school. So, so right. yeah, they've never known any other love than each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's what's going on. But keep us posted. Let us know how he's doing. Okay. Can I ask just one okay. real quick question? It, sure. It can be real quick. Okay. So sure. we I think you, I think you know we moved into a new apartment about five months ago, almost five months mm-hmm. ago now. I think you know that. Um, and it's been a mixed situation. Um, landlord told me it was a no smoking building so i was all excited there's only three units it's a beautiful little place for the most part and it's got a yeah but you know it's ended up it's not really been true we still have cigarette smoke from both units coming in here every night and day and Mm -hmm. sometimes in between um and you i think are the one who told me we are in a very high electromagnetic frequency environment very high emf there's lots Mm -hmm. of you know, stuff, uh, wires mm-hmm. up in the air on the poles around mm-hmm. us. Um, so I'm, I'm just sort of not sure about staying here. And there's a part of me that feels like I'm supposed to move back to my hometown to be close to mom and help her through the transition after death. Yeah. Well, so you know, the drill, implement. you know, yeah. the drill is in Kathy's best interest. Tell me your hometown name again. Uh, Lancaster. Lancaster. I don't know that I knew that, Kat. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's near Columbus. Yeah, Yeah, I know it is. All right, so is it in Kathy's best interest to move to Lancaster to be close to her mom? I'm getting a yes. I think the fact that that thought's even in your head is divine guidance. Oh, I think it was divine guidance. I I thought it was, but it happened like three months ago. I was laying in bed, and all of a sudden I I realized, why am I laying here in Dayton when my dad's dying and my mom's in Columbus? Um, And I don't feel like I'm necessarily supposed to move right now. Every time I ask that question, I get, no, it's not time yet. So I just keep asking the question. I don't think you're supposed to do anything. I think it's optimal timing. Is it Kathy's best interest to move to Lancaster with her to be closer to her mom in the next month? In the next three months, next month I got a no. Next three months I get a yes. Oh, okay. So maybe okay. that gives you time to to wrap up what you're doing there in Dayton and and find a place in Lancaster, unless you plan on living with your mom. No, I don't. Okay. Um, I don't think it okay. would be good. And for one thing, she has a boy cat, and Katie. And and their house has got mold, so that alone for okay. me is kind of a breaker. Okay. Okay. But, but All yeah. right. Okay. Well, thank you. You bet. I appreciate Keep us posted. you. Thanks, Kat. Okay, thanks. Bye. 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 Okay. I believe our next caller is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey. Hello. How are you? I'm here. Well, um, where's you here? Know, oh, I'm here in on the East Coast in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Okay. And the uh, heat okay. and humidity and the uh, tree pollens and all that. Although I'm not uh, allergic to any of it uh, at all. Just my, uh, uh, you know, I have a serious COPD. Uh, bless you, so whoever's sneezing. Yeah, bless you. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that was. It sounded like a dog barking or something. Yeah. But, oh, I wanted to say, you know, at the top of the, the hour when you mentioned the body inside the spirit, that is the first yeah. time I believe I've ever 
I've ever heard uh, that verbalized that way, and it has set me at peace in a really interesting way. Just is almost like a revelation to uh, yeah. to take on that uh, to you know to be aware of it of of it in that way, you know. And that's the way I've always I've felt, mm-hmm. you know. But I never verbalized it. I guess really well, interesting. I- I was always taught, and I went through 12 years of Catholic schools, Mike, and I was taught that the spirit or the soul is someplace in the chest area. And so when I started learning how to do woo-woo, what I call what I do, when I started learning how to do it, I'm like, yeah, not so much. The spirit is the main part of us, and it's the energy source, as I mentioned, for the body, and the body's inside of it. So if you look at a picture of a religious figure, Mike, that it's normally depicted with a halo around the person's head or around their whole body. Yeah. Well, that's their energy field. It's their aura. Guess what? Yeah. We all have halos. And I think the <laughs> painters of long ago could see it, and they painted pictures like that, and then it just kind of has come down through the ages, and we consider that to depict somebody who's holy. But it makes sense when you think about exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a question. Uh, question for me. My my, my I'm going through uh, some uh, really really tough times right right at the moment, Sorry. and it, I've noticed, noticed you know throughout my life a lot of synchronicities and uh, you know coincidences seem to happen when there's a major life changes and things. You know, I could get into a little more, but uh, I'm. I'm really concerned about uh, uh, what's happening. I, for one thing, it's been so difficult trying to deal with uh, getting medicines that uh, it's almost, I told the, the doctor that uh, maybe this is like a sign for my angels working to, to you know, not to be taking <laughs> medicines, you know, that maybe they're making the worse, the situation worse. But uh, that's been my main problem with the, uh, uh, a really, really tough time, and I'm also just both on the this is on the physical and then on the mental level. Uh, I'm uh, real, real concerned about my niece, who was uh, as a child, seven years old, was diagnosed with depression, and she went through some just terrible uh, events that happened last year in her first year uh, teaching, and uh, I've even bring it up, you know, but uh, it's a, just a terrible thing, and I'm just wondering if uh, what's going to be happening in uh, you know, this crisis that I'm going through, and I have to move right now, and I'm every, I, spiritually, I know I'm going to, everything's going to go through well, but uh, I'm not I'm not too sure I'm even going to be around here, I'm afraid, and I, I'm just uh I mean, I'm afraid I'm not going to be, I'm afraid for my niece, maybe more than anything. Well, first of all, on the medical stuff, on the medicine, what I was talking about with the other mic, our first caller, Google the name of your medicine and then type in NNT for number needed to treat. And it's going to give you a number of how many people need to take a medicine in order for it to be, in order for it to work with one person. And then you can decide whether or not it makes sense for you to take it and have an intelligent conversation with your doctor about it. Okay, that's number one. Number two, as far as feeling overwhelmed with everything that you've got going on right now, Mike, step it back one step at a time. When we think too far in the future, we go into being in panic mode and fear primarily because our human brains don't have the capacity to envision all of the potential outcomes. There are too many variables that have to take place. So step it back one, one day at a time, you know, one step at a time. And when you find yourself feeling overwhelmed, say, okay, you know, I'm looking into the future. There's no way it can be predicted because there are too many variables you know, other people's decisions, yeah. weather, yeah. you know, whatever, um, yeah. that can affect an outcome. So just just bring it back in closer, you know, day by day. 
and go go with that. And that should hopefully help. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling. I hope you have a good weekend. Okay. You can't okay. Do anything about my niece, sir? Uh, I, I, I don't, I'm not getting anything about your niece at this moment. The thing, the only thing I got about your niece was, has she been, been abused physically? Cause I got, she's got some, um, traumatic brain injury, concussion stuff going on. Uh, I don't think that happened. She was okay. recently raped. She was raped. Uh, okay. Well, she, street, uh, last I'm, summer. Last I'm getting that summer. she has some traumatic brain injury. So huh. concussion kind of thing. So why don't you schedule a private, a private session with me, Mike, and we can do, you know, a full on evaluation of what's going on with her and also with you. That'll give us more time to figure out what's going on. But I, but what I got when you were telling me about her is she's, she's had some concussions and it's affecting, you know, it's affecting how her brain is working too. So it may have been during the rape. She got a concussion. Something's up with her, with her brain. So I hope that helps. All righty. All right. Thanks for calling. Okay. Okay, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Christine. Let me find. Okay. Well, it's not. So let's go to, oops, wait a minute. Somebody just joined us and let me mute you for a second here. Okay. I've got somebody from the 214 area code. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hello, this is Paula. Hi, Paula. How are you? Hi. I'm okay. Um, I'll try to make it quick. Um, Where but, are you calling us uh, from? Uh, uh, Mesquite, Texas. Okay. And I had talked with you a couple of times about um, about my cat that's missing, uh, Garfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Did you find um, him? I, no, no. Oh. Um, so I, I was, I was calling to, um, uh, see if, if you can get some kind of read on him, especially about his health. Um, his health is fine. He's still living with a neighbor and he's, he's just kind of assimilating into a new family. And isn't that what I got before? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so. Um, it, it, I've been trying to locate a vet where he might have been treated. Um, he has a, a thyroid issue, and without medication, you know, he can only survive about two, about three months of what the vet said, which is we're at that three-month mark. Mm-hmm. But um, so I, I've, I'm still looking, and I'm still doing things with the door-to-door and and that kind of thing. There's a lot of people on Nextdoor and Facebook that are involved, but I cannot find him. Mm. Well, then that means he doesn't want to be found. I doubt that. Well, I, doubt that. I think but, if you're if you're going to find him, I mean, you know, if it's in your best interest to find him, you will. And and so. Right now, I'm still getting that he's close by, but he's living with another family. Mm. So I know that's not what you want to hear, but just trust well, that it's all it's all unfolding perfectly, even though it doesn't feel like it. Just keep telling yourself no. that it is, because it is. So keep telling yourself, this is all unfolding perfectly. I'm learning from this. What am I learning? When you go to curiosity, it's going to make you feel better, whether you believe it or not. So um, I know that's not necessarily what you want to hear, but I really believe it can help with that, mm-hmm. with him. So, and I got to run because we are okay. out of time. Okay. But okay. thanks for calling. Okay. Take Thank care. you, Julie. I appreciate you bet. it. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. Thank you to everybody that called in. To those of you that I didn't get on call, please call back in next week. 
and let me know you didn't get on, and I will do my best to get you on first next week. To all the rest of you, thank you for listening. Remember, first of next month, I give away a free consult. So uh, how you sign up, how you register for that, I'm going to do a drawing, and how you register that is follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. Write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes and Ask Julie Ryan and subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And then I'll pick a winner next week and, uh, and I'll announce it on the show. So everybody have a great weekend and thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.